Hey, hey, hey. Ho, ho, ho. What'd you call me? Happy holidays, guys. It's oh. Melissa. Hi. And Amy. And we're here from Brilliant Observations. Why, you may ask? Why are you here? It's not Thursday. What is happening? It's a little stocking stuffer. Even for you Jewish girls and boys, we're giving you extra bonus content over this magical holiday season so that when you are at the point of murderous rage from spending all that extra time with your special friends and loved ones, giving you a little seasonal treat. Tell them about it, Missy. Step away from the knives, step away from the shovels, leave your family in the dust, and walk outside, walk into a room, put your AirPods, earbuds, headphones on, and take a listen. We, this is a reprieve from your family, from the crazy, from even joy. And come and listen to us for just tiny little morsels through the next week. Have a dog that needs a walk. Have a cigarette that needs a smoke. Have a path that needs your presence on it. Grab your best podcast playing device and get the fuck away from those other people for just a quick (laughs) second. Happy holidays. We're giving you a little extra content as we take a hiatus, but not from you, lovies. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy. Happy holidays. So, Amy, I don't mean to go off topic, but it's what I do. I was going to say, so have here we goes. Ever? Yes, bring it. We had a listener write in about how much they loved your bake your cooking segment. <gasps> really? Oh, it, yes! Yay. And it was a really a one and done because hey. it was hard <laughs> in that it was no, 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 not I the bet letter. You meant the listener. <laughs> <laughs> She's done. I took care of her. Yeah, I know that you mentioned. <laughs> That for the holiday season, it has fallen upon you. It has been handed down to you to be the cookie baker. Yes. And I want to know in your family what that entails. Well, cookies and eating are a super big deal to us. When I've been with my husband for a very long time. How long is a very long time? Tell dear listener. We Our first date was in high school in 1983. So we were together for way longer. And by together, it's kind of a misnomer. But we have been in each other's orbit for a very long time and been married for, I don't know how many, it's over 20. Is it 25, 4, 8, 30? It's I like don't 37 care. years. You're I don't, yeah, scared. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get, yeah. So we, in many ways, grew up together. We don't shared, check my math, bitches. Don't check my math. We shared a lot of traditions together. We had transitions in, in everybody's family together. So getting back to cookies, that means that, I would make, because there would be no other way for him to get them, his grandmother's cookies that she would make, right? When she passed, I I just started making as a a nice, right? And then- Which are what? Which are what? She would make pignoli cookies, which are, do you know what those are? I do. Okay. So you know that a pignoli is a pine nut. Yep. And pignoli cookies are basically almond cookies. Disgusting. They're what is wrong with you? You like a marzipan? Do you like a marzipan? I like a good almond cookie. Like I, I'm an almond cookie girl. At the Chinese restaurant, I like the, like those crumbly crescents. Those are nice. I like the dry. Mm. I like the the dry almond cookie, and the devil dog, and the I'm an old lady now, so I'm so, I'm just thing- shaking my head, gang. I'm just looking at her and sh- if she was here, I'd slap her. I just love, I like all cookies. I like I don't the discriminate. I like the dry almond cookie at the Chinese <laughs> restaurant. I do. I, I've got problems. They're, super, they're like, super good, but what? I like dipping them in chocolate ice cream is what I oh, like doing. Oh, no. That sounds fantastic. Right. <laughs> okay. That's All right. So the pignoli. So, so pignoli cookies, which we don't make in my family. But then I also, when my grandmother passed, I would, I would, and all of us did, 
naturally just started making the cookies out of love and, and longing and missing her. So each, you know, we, it, it happened so organically and in such a weird way that shortly after she passed, maybe the, in the first three Christmases thereafter, we all were making our long lost cookie and nobody was making the same one. And it, it just became on my side of the family. It just became ingrained that, Oh, that's the one you do. And so my cousin Lisa makes tarah and brings them to all of us. And my I'm sister sorry, makes what? Uh, they're, I think they're prop. I don't. And here's the other challenge. I say tarah. It's probably tarales, right? So they're they're little tiny. I'm making a tiny circle that's a little bit smaller than a quarter. If you could imagine that being a um a orb, like a little, you know how you would have a truffle, something that's round, but it's all it's a cooked cookie. It's like a little dollop. And it's just delicious and it's sort of a vanilla cookie. And then on top of it is a hard lemon icing that... Skip, what's next? Skip! Skip, what's next? You're a fucker. So she, so Lisa makes a giant pile of tadal. Thanks, Lisa. Yeah, you're horrifying. And so my <laughs> sister continues and is the only one, God bless her, and to make pastachela, which we make every year. And it's a multi-person, multi-night event. We used to actually, when my sister and I were younger, our whole family, and also my sister and I only, would go to my grandmother's to make the pastachela for everybody. And so pastachela. So it's, I think technically, we've looked and looked and we've never been able to find what this cookie really is. Uh, I think the closest we've heard of is a colginette, which is... It's a, it's an Italian cookie. Picture a ravioli, right? So it has a bottom and a top and something stuffed in the middle like a pillow. Yeah. It has a, it has a highly decorative fluted edge. The whole thing is deep fried. So it's made with pastry sweetened dough, which when you deep fry it like a cannoli, it gets those beautiful bubbles in because it's so light. It goes. And then on the inside, it's been stuffed with a filling that is largely a fruit nut paste that's made with roasted chestnuts and chocolate and bits of pear and bits of citron and bits of orange and apple. And it's just the most delightful thing. I was tempted to say skip, but I think that's something I'd need to try before I could skip it. When you deep fry it, they come out and they're they're still crisp and just a little bit warm. So the inside is a super gooey yummy and you cover the whole thing with powdered sugar on top. And you want to just fall down in love, everybody. What else you got? You're terrible. So, uh, so <laughs> my mom makes the pizzas, which you guys would see. And nobody, I, 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 she bought us all a thousand years ago. Here's your pizza maker. Here's your pasta maker. So we all have these things, but I don't even know where it is. I'm sure it's in the house because it didn't leave, but I never use it. They're very finicky to make. The ones that you've seen anywhere, the ones that you've eaten anywhere are the wrong kind. Because those come out, like it's like getting a Belgian waffle that's as thin as a pancake. That's how wrong the pizzelles are that show up in stores because they just don't. They're so, the pizzelles that my mother makes are like stained glass. They're super fragile. It will break when you lift it to your mouth. It's very difficult to even hold the cookie without it snapping. They're incredibly finicky and delicate. And that's what makes them perfect. And they're scented with anise. Ugh, that's what feeds my um, texture obsession when it comes to eating a cookie. The fact that it, the way it breaks apart and the way it's it's eaten that's that that's this is food porn for me. So as much as I've skipped all the deep fried nonsense and the I can't we make it and we still don't know what it is kind of cookie. But once you hit once you hit the it's so fine and flaky that 
it melts in your mouth because it breaks apart and such. Yeah, that's you've got you had me at Pitzel. Well, my aunt, Sof- my aunt Sophie would always make the biscotti, but I'm not going to make those, and because nobody makes them as good as her. And frankly, Costco makes them pretty damn good now. God rest her soul. But really, yeah, they're they're just they're just fine because it is a it's a dry, crumbly cookie, and at a certain point. If it's dry and crumbly, you made it right. They're hard to make, but you can, it's kind of like a pizza dough. You can buy a pizza dough that is 90% as good as a homemade pizza dough. And I would rather eat the pizza than spend a whole week trying to get that last 10%. So unless it's super special. It, yeah. yeah. So biscotti from the Costco is just fine. So that's fine. Anyway. And what is that? A biscotti. Yeah. Can yeah. you say that? For- no, I won't. I won't okay. say, I won't say it. <laughs> he cut off his hand. Oh, let's pour one out for Danny Aiello. We like, lo- we love and miss Aww. you, darling. The time had to come. I just hate it. it was so soon. We miss you, sweet doll. That's horrible. That's very sad, sad, sad boy. Snap out of it. So he would say biscot and know what I'm saying. And he would say rigot right, and he fine. would say mozzarella and he would know what to fucking say. What's the next cookie? So next up in our rotation. Oh, now we're going to the American cookies. So I love that we think of my mom as American and my dad as Italian. My dad's parents were born in Italy. They're immigrants. My mom's parents are from Ireland, right? But we think of her as the American. Also immigrants, right? Yee! Well, and so she doesn't get all the traditions. She just gets a few. We get St. Patrick's Day and maybe that's it. Christmas time, my mom's cookies that she would make and still make and the ones that I am now taking over and making for her. Yes. They're the, I think most of the world calls them spritz cookies we call them butter cookies they're just they come out of that that they come out of that can the extruder you know the one no you what you don't know about spritz cookies you know you know no. what they are you've seen them and you've eaten them and you know what they are stop it you know what say i know what they are say it can you, you describe them so oh i can tell you i know what God. they are they come- are they on a tr- are they fancy on a tray at the bakery at the supermarket and kinda, wrapped in cellophane because mm, they kinda, are kind of kind of so occasionally have sprinkles occasionally yes they're small they're picture uh picture it's a tube um i'm trying to figure out how big that that tube would be it's probably a four it's probably a three inch diameter tube you stuff dough into this tube and there's a blade, which is a disc. It's a disc at the bottom and a crank or a pump at the other end. And you go, chikoink, chikoink, chikoink. and on the cookie sheet comes out a splurt of dough that's cut by the cutter and it forms a shape. So it was sort of a 1960s mechanized cookie cutter assembly line. Probably, okay. probably goes way back further than that. And the whole, the whole gag is that these little discs are part of the deal. They had... Uh, and the one that we have is a, um, I think it's an Echo or it's a Miro. I'll look it up. Anyway, I, I went on eBay because my mother, love her, she would not give me the camel cutter. The cookies have to be, oh. the cookies have to be this, the right shape and the camels are really hard to make because it doesn't really work. So they also discontinued that disc because it's the kind of thing where the head of the camel will get too brown before the rest of it. So it's a really fiddly, it's finicky. it's smaller yeah. and it's not as yeah. thick and it's not as... Yeah, yeah so she wouldn't, she wouldn't give me her fucking camel cutter and looks at me and says, well, make some camels. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to get this shit done? So I went on eBay and bought... And so now I, I still use these 1960s really fiddly, really hard. I throw out a full third of everything I bake because they're not up to standard. But the ones that are done are... Don't do that. I do. What am I going to serve? A cookie that's fucking wrong? What's the matter no, with you? you ship that shit to me. Stop it. I, the kids eat them also. So they don't, they love, it's like a huge assembly line. So, so the spritz cookies, um, are spectac and I make those and I go crazy with them because butter cookies, spritz butter cookies, they really don't taste like anything except 
deliciousness. So cutter. yeah, joy. yeah. So I actually I do a couple of variations in different. I do my own cutters now, and I make some that are citron, and I make some that are. Uh, I think last year I made like a red velvet. Like I always try to do a different kind, and they're really good. And I also put glazes on them, not just sprinkles. And I, I do a little extra. So in that package of cookies that I you know love are pink and green trees. Yes, I do. Those. And those are spritzes. And, and pretzels. They have little pretzel shaped cookies. They and they have chocolate in the middle. Do you ever do chocolate in the middle cookies? Like oh, the- those those twists. That's more like a pastry than a cookie. It looks like a, it looks like somebody took a rectangle, folded the two sides in, so it's an elongated diamond tipped on either end, but it's like a rod. No, it's a Oh no, those are good too. No, 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 those are good too. The they're they look like a pink leaf or a green leaf? Yes. I know what those are. With chocolate in the middle? Right. Can, can you make those for me? I'll make them for you, but you don't want them. They're not any good. Well, I'll make them you for you. You need to prove to me that I, yeah. I'll make them for you. you that, that, to me, that's, uh, that feels like a shortbread, that feels like a shortbread sandwich cookie. Maybe. All right. Maybe that's what it is. Um, are, are there other cookies that you make? And do you yes. frost anything? Or there, do Brian's you- family tradition was to do frosted sugar cookies. And so that has been a pain in my ass because that's not our tradition. So in addition to everything else, I do those. <laughs> well, because I do. And that's it's like Thanksgiving in, on the Friends TV show. I've got mashed potatoes and tater tots and hash browns and French fries and, you know, wreck, wreck. So, yeah. So I make the ones that I frost. I've learned the hard way. I either do, oh, and I make, oh my God. Well, I do snowman cookies because it's the easiest one. So it's a one, two, three snowman. It's got the three humps, right? That's one what, hump this time. That's what she said. And I, I coat that all with beautiful white. And then I also, it's because it's easier. And then I dust it with sanding sugar. So you've got the creamy icing, but then you've got a little bit on the top, which Ooh, is texture, which is mm, delicious. So those texture. are good. And I also make the sugar cookies a little thick so that they're, just barely brown on the bottom and crisp. But when you bite it, it has that wonderful toothiness where you can kind of sink your teeth in. So you get a little bit of the crisp and then the creamy of the icing and then you get that cookie and then the last piece is the crunch of the bottom. Yeah. So I guess the, I guess the snowmen are pretty banging now that I describe them. My gingerbread is out of this fucking world. My kid had to do a gingerbread assignment. Uh, This is Rocco. This is a long time ago. Had to do a gingerbread assignment. Oh my God, it was in first grade. They decorate a gingerbread house and then bring it to a retirement community. They They spend the day decorating. They build the house architecturally, put it all together with icing, then they transport it and then sing a song and give it to the people at the whatever. And they do, that's a tradition. They do it every year. So for whatever reason this year, I sent in the gingerbread and it was outstanding. Like I, I was kind of up in it. It's the oldest child. It's going for a school project. They're going to be giving it away. It better be right. You open up the Tupperware of this thing to smell it and you just wanted to lay down on the ground and never get up again. It was unbelievable. So Nan, that turned into, can you mommy that gingerbread again? So I make gingerbread men and ice them in funny ways. Like I make a, I make a lot of times I'll do those damaged gingerbread men where it looks like they've had their arm bitten off as you bake it that way with like the tooth mark in it. So that's fun. Those are fun things. But the don't you cha- find it go, a mistake go. to do something really, really well and then have everybody want you to do it for them every year for the rest of your life? Yeah. My husband is, and his friend subscribe to the alternate theory and the friend like owns it. It's, it's Bill has described this to us. He goes, I never load the dishwasher right. And I never takes it. I never put shit away right. Cause then she gets so mad. She's like, get out. Don't you know where anything goes? And then I go sit down. <laughs> I'm like, you're terrible. It's, he's a fucking genius is yeah, what he is. Pretty, I mean, I don't want to encourage good. that. To, 
anyone pretty, in my home. He's but. pretty good. Q-tip's got it going on. But let me tell you this last cookie. It's not tell the last, it's not the last, but it's, it's the, you said, which ones do you make? This is another one. Petey got this one year and fell in love with it. And that became his cookie. And I'm like, great. So, and it, I, I call them Venetians, which I think is their proper name. Everyone in the supermarket calls it Italian rainbow cookies with the one, two, three color with the, with the stuff in the middle. Very good. So, you know, I, those are the ones I brought to our weekend. <gasps> Covered in chocolate. Yes. Yeah, I make those. I make and then those. rolled in sprinkles. I don't do sprinkles on them. I, I cover them in, um, uh, dark chocolate, just straight up dark chocolate. I'm, I was trying to think, is it ganache? It's not. And so it's mine get a hard shell on the outside, like biting into a truffle. <laughs> And then the inside yeah, is the gooey right. cake. Well, just so you know, Costco now has those. And they are packaged in threes. And it's the perfect Yours size. Yours are really good, honestly. That was tasty. The, a lot of times people give me those because they are a little fussy to make. And they take a while. They just chronologically take a while. The stuff has to kind of set and sit and break, break, break. But I don't, I don't mind. I'm organized. I just do it that way. Yours were the first ones that I thought, I might not have to make, to I might not have to might not have to make this stupid crap anymore. But it's his I gotta make it. It's his cookie, so I gotta make it for him now. I also make Florentine. How the fuck do you have time to make all these cookies? Uh well They're laborious. They just take so much time. They do and they don't, and I I batch. So they do and they don't. Um how do you have time to celebrate all eight nights of Hanukkah? in all the ways that you do, with all the traditions that you do, including the time leading up to it so that everything is ready to go. You don't think of it that way. That's what it is. Yeah, but I pace myself from the March after Hanukkah and I slowly start socking away gifts. I know that I need... Hanukkah's different because you need like... It's a festival of lights. Um, Eight crazy nights. It's oil. It's everything's oil-based. So it's... Fried potatoes, Ooh. fried donuts. But then do you get sick of it? Is that fried. what you're telling me? You're kind of like, I'm over this fried? Or is it great? Well, there's a new mastery of of having fried items without feeling the grease. So that is, I mean, I guess I could get Stuart an air fryer for Hanukkah this year. But he would not use it the way he also doesn't use the, um, whatchamacallit, Instapot anymore. So that's, so that's the perfect gift. To... If I had room to store another appliance <gasps> in the castle, I would do that. But there's just no room in the kitchen or anywhere near the kitchen for it. All right. Give me more cookies. Okay. This is so, a cookie episode. So, What's your last cookies? Uh, there's never a last. But the uh, another one that I make is Florentines. And I make those largely for myself. They started out being Brian's cookie, but I think he's had them for maybe seven years now. And he's kind of, he's kind of over it. He, doesn't, he wouldn't miss them if I didn't make them. They're delicious. They are less a cookie and more of, I think, technically called tuyo, just to get snippy about it. You take the way I do it is also not the traditional method, but this this we really like. So if you're looking for a purest version, I'll post it in the show notes. The way we make it is take those slivered roasted uh, almonds. And I don't think that's not slivered, sliced roasted almonds. You get them in a, in a $10 bag at the Costco. You've seen them. You think who would need yep, this? Sure many? have. Okay. Well, no, texture wise, I love those. So instead of using chopped, chopped so fine almonds that they, that they almost work themselves into kind of a dough. No, I use the slivered ones as they come so that you, and I, I coat them in, uh, basically it's a hybrid between a caramel syrup and a custard that is sugar, 
all kinds of brown sugar so it tastes like caramel and butter to give it a little bit of movement and citron. So it's this beautiful, bright citrusy flavor and the almonds. And I'm sure there's other, and I'm sure I put almond, uh, extract in there and vanilla and all the, all the usual suspects. You put it all in there, mix it together, cook that on the stove. So it makes this kind of bubbly thing that is almost the consistency of like a marmalade. So you're getting it. And then you pour it out, right? Dollop by dollop. You can pour it out and cut it. What I do is I dollop it onto a sheet, cook it and the edges, the whole thing bubbles up. Do you know those Parmesan cheese crisps? Of course. That's the that's the texture and consistency of these cookies. But sugar. But they're but, sugar but they're all, but they're 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 sweetly citrusy scented almonds. And when you pick it up, it's oh a Oh my god, bring that to me. And it's like Bring it's, me all the well, things. Well, I think you've heard about me in peanut brittle. This is imagine a single layer of a flat sliced almond and that's the that's the height of the cookie. They are su- they're like pizzas. They're super thin and lacy, oh and they melt into the silpat when you cook them. And that's the rubberized cooking sheet, so siliconized cooking sheet, so that you get air, you get circles of not not cookie, so you get a little air in there, which keeps them super light and delicate and crisp. And after they come out, you lay them nice and flat on your marble work surface, so they cool really quickly. Because the next thing you're going to do is coat one side in dark chocolate. Oh my god! I just. <laughs> Wet myself. Yeah, the Florentines are fucking banging. They're very good. Yeah, that's a necessity. I can't believe Brian thinks he's done with that. Brian, well, you're wrong. He get he he doesn't know how good he's fucking got it. Let's just say that right there. Oh my god, he's got. Porn. I've made. I, there's so many cookies. I have not even scratched the surface. I actually made him one year, and we reference it most years, and it grows. I made a cookie map because he's like, "What are the ones? What are the ones?" And it was getting on my fucking nerves. So I put together a visual catalog of all the cookies that I make with the name underneath, so that he could like the fucking Girl Scout cookies or the Scholastic Book Club. He could just circle <laughs> the ones that he fucking wants. And so the kids are like, "Where's the cookie map?" So it's like, boop, boop, boop. So each year we pick out a few, and those are the ones that I do. I put it up. I love. In the show notes it's right there so she's not going to put it in the show notes um i love it i love it i love it thank you for sharing your cookies with me and now i'm fucking starving ha ha dear listener i hope you like cookie porn because that is exactly <laughs> what this episode is called and was so uh share it don't share it i don't give a shit anymore Smoke i just i just want to be in your so I just want to be in your ear when you uh, when you leave your family behind for this holiday. Nice, nice, nice. We really love you guys, and hopefully this brought some holiday cheer. Kisses. Bye.